0: everyone welcome to hey mickey the podcast i'm kaden
1: and i'm connor and we're here to give you some disney parks magic each and every week
0: We are making our way into episode 9 and we've got an exciting show ahead of us.
1: Yes, and to you, our listener, we just want to say thank you for being here and being part of our Hey Mickey community.
0: For our main attraction today, we're going to be discussing all the ins and outs of transportation at Walt Disney World.
1: There's so many ways that you can travel while on property, whether that's by bus or monorail or boat or skyliner.
0: So we're just going to make sure you know how you can get from point A to B anywhere on property.
1: And during today's sideshow, we're presenting our arguments for the worst parts of Disney.
0: We're going to be presenting our case for what should be labeled the worst food, the worst ride land, and more on property.
1: And stick around for the after party, cause we need to talk about Chicken Guy.
0: Yes, we sure do. But first, it's time for our main attraction.
1: Main attraction. So, today we're talking about Disney property transportation. So some of this stuff you probably already know about but there's other parts of the transportation that we honestly had no idea about until we actually did our research. So we're gonna go through every mode of transportation, what it offers, and how you can use that really to take advantage of everything that the parks have to offer.
0: So first, obviously, we have to talk about the buses. So this is the one form of transportation that can take you literally everywhere on property. They go to every park, every resort, Disney Springs, Wide World of Sports, and the water parks. Um, so they typically run about 45 minutes before opening time up through an hour after closing. Um, and this is really, you know, just the easiest, most basic way to get around property. And one thing you might not know is that. They do not have a bus that runs from Disney Springs to any of the parks. Um, So I guess I didn't even realize this until we did our research, because I thought, oh, like if you wanted to save some money, you could just park at Springs and take a bus to the parks. But come to find out, you cannot do that. Now you can take a bus from one of the parks to Disney Springs, but just not the other way around. Um, So that way there aren't people that try to take advantage of that.
1: I feel like that makes a lot of sense, too, for them to do that. Yeah. All right. So next up is the monorail. Now, the monorail has three specific loops that it goes through. Um, One of them is the Magic Kingdom Express monorail service. Basically, it goes from the Transportation and Ticket Center over to Magic Kingdom and back. It's a very quick loop there's no stops along the way, that's all it does. Then you also have the resort monorail service loop, and that one is on the same, basically right next to the express one, but this one actually makes a few stops. So it's gonna go from the transportation and ticket center, then to the Polynesian resort, then to the Grand Floridian, then it'll stop at Magic Kingdom, then it'll stop at Contemporary, and then continues on in that whole loop. Now, just so you know, the Polynesian monorail stop is set to be unavailable starting next month during the Polynesian refurbishment that's going to be taking place. It is open right now, but it won't be for mm, almost the next 9, 10 months. And then finally... We have the EBCOT monorail service, which goes directly from the Transportation and Ticket Center to EBCOT and back. That one right now, it's not available. You can't actually do that, but the track is there. The monorail is there. We're just waiting for them to open that one back up again, but that's the monorail. It runs daily from about 30 minutes before opening of any of the parks to an hour after closing
0: next we have to talk about the newest form of transportation on property everyone's favorite the skyliner so the skyliner runs it goes to um, hollywood studios and to epcot with also stops at riviera caribbean beach and then art of animation and pop century Um, so this is a really great option especially if you're staying at one of those resorts um, or if you just need kind of a your, a break from the park, you know, if you're walking around Epcot or studios and it gets really hot, it gets really crowded, and you just want to take a break for a few minutes. And so the Skyliner runs every day from about an hour before park opening to 90 minutes after closing.
1: And that one does seem to change a little bit each and every day. There are pieces of it that will run before other parts of it do. It's kind of... It's a weird one. It's one that you have to definitely look up the information before you go. And I will also say, any time that we've been on it, it continues to, like, not move.
0: Yeah, it does get stuck a lot, Um, and I don't know if that's because people are, like, having a hard time getting on and off, or if it's just struggling, um, so it can be kind of unpredictable, and of course once you're on it, if you get stuck, there's not really a whole lot you can do. Overall, I really l- like the Skyliner, and I hope they like continue to add more stops to it. Like, I would love to be able to get all around property on the Skyliner.
1: It'd be cool, but it is, to me, feels like the most time consuming.
0: Even more so than buses?
1: Oh, definitely more so than buses. So
0: if you were staying at one of those resorts, you wouldn't. No, I would
1: do it. But if that was, if there was a whole web of Skyliner going everywhere, I don't think I would take that all the time. I think I would only take it if I specifically wanted to be in a Skyliner, not if I wanted to get from point A to point B.
0: I mean, I get that, but it's also, it's like. It's almost like a ride in the sense that you get like this great view up in the air. To me, it just feels more fun than like taking a bus.
1: It is more fun than taking a bus, but it's like, is it worth trading that amount of time for a Skyliner ride or just like get into a park 20 minutes faster?
0: So you honestly think that it would be faster for you to take a bus from like Riviera to Epcot?
1: I don't know, I've never done it before. All right, so we've talked about buses. We talked about the monorail. We talked about the Skyliner. Those are simple to go through. Monorail is just a few different loops. It's very specific. Skyliner is very specific. I mean, obviously where it is built is where you will go. And buses are everywhere. So here's the confusing part. It's boats. (laughs) But you're about to learn those. We're gonna go through those and make sure that you know all the different boats available. So the ones that you do know, the ferry boat, obviously that one goes from the TTC over to Magic Kingdom Park. There's three of them, they alternate, they go back and forth. All right, now, next one. There is a boat that goes from Magic Kingdom to Wilderness Lodge that's the red launch boat. There is a green launch that goes from Magic Kingdom to Fort Wilderness. Then there is a gold that goes from Magic Kingdom to Grand Floridian and the Polynesian. However, currently it does not go to the Polynesian. And then there's also the blue launch which goes from the contemporary to fort wilderness to wilderness lodge and kind of makes a triangle so basically there's several different things in the seven seas lagoon that go back and forth between magic kingdom and the other resorts or just between resorts are you following me so far
0: yes i'm following you although i don't i don't really know who takes that boat between Contemporary and Wilderness Lodge. I mean, maybe that's, like, I don't know.
1: Well, that one is unavailable currently. I don't know if I said that. The blue one is unavailable right now. So maybe people take that and boat over to Contemporary and then take the monorail.
0: But, like, Wilderness Lodge has its own boat to Magic Kingdom.
1: Oh, no, they both do, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, and for Wilderness, so... I don't know.
1: That's a good question. Okay, another set of boats that are currently unavailable are the Crescent Lake Friendship boats. The usual path of that is to go between Hollywood Studios and Swan and Dolphin, and then Yacht and Beach Club, and then Boardwalk and International Gateway. So it basically goes between... Hollywood Studios, and the International Gateway of Epcot, and then all of the resorts along the way.
0: Well, they're not really along the way.
1: All right, tell us about the next one that is currently happening and is way more simple to understand.
0: Okay, so then we have the other kind of friendship boats. These are the ones that are at World Showcase. And so there's two different paths. You can go from Canada to Morocco and back or Mexico to Germany and back. Um, so these are really great if you like don't want to walk all the way around the World Showcase. So those are running now.
1: But another that is not currently running is the Sasagula River Cruise. <laughs> is
0: that how you Sa-
1: say it? Sasagula.
0: I liked Sasagula.
1: Sassagula. It is the Disney Springs area, the boats for that area, and they go. One of them goes from West Side to the Marketplace to the Landing, and then back around to a West Side Marketplace Landing. It just makes like a triangle. Then you have other ones that go from Saratoga Springs or the Treehouse Villas at Saratoga Springs, Old Key West, uh, Port Orleans French Quarter, and Port Orleans Riverside, and they all go to different. One of the three stops at Springs and then back to that resort location. But basically, if you are at any of those resorts, then you can take a boat over to somewhere at Disney Springs.
0: So do you think anyone really uses the boat that just goes to like the three different stops at Springs?
1: If I were at West Side and I wanted to go to the marketplace, mm-hmm. I probably... I wouldn't be opposed to doing that because, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty long walk. Like, it, it'll take you a good is, number of minutes. To it get
0: is across. long, but I almost feel like taking a boat would almost take just as long. It would take like, just
1: as long. I think the idea is, like, if you...
0: Don't want to walk the, that far. Yeah, because
1: that's the same thing with... That's the same thing with...
0: The Epcot boat. Yeah,
1: the going around World Showcase. It's like... You don't, you're not going to really cut out that much time. Maybe yeah. a minute.
0: It just saves you some walking. Yeah, I you guess.
1: just, yeah. It's for people that can't be on their feet all day.
0: So we've done buses, monorail, skyliner, boats, all of your, you know, typical, usual Disney transportation. Um, so now we just have a couple more things we got to cover. Um, one thing is the minivans. So these were kind of the. On property Uber or Lyft um, that you could call and it would pick you up wherever and take you wherever you needed to go. Um, However, these have now, I guess, been discontinued. Um, All of the minivan cast members were let go during the recent layoffs. So I don't know if we'll see these again or not. Um, They were. Very expensive, from what I've heard.
1: Yeah, for a one-way trip to any location on property, it costs you $155 to use this minivan.
0: So even if your ride was like 5 minutes versus 20 minutes?
1: I'm pretty sure, yeah. You just got to have that stack of cash on you.
0: Yeah, I just... It doesn't quite seem worth it to me, but...
1: No. Oh no, you would be correct in thinking yeah. that it was not worth it.
0: You can also take just regular Lyft or Uber at the parks if you want, for cheaper than the minivans.
1: So we do at least want to make mention of the railroads that are on property. Now these don't actually go from like one park to somewhere else. It's very similar to the friendship boats at Epcot. They just kind of take you from one area of the park to another. So we do want to at least mention them. One of those being the Walt Disney World Railroad at the Magic Kingdom. And that one's currently unavailable. And that's just because of the Tron construction, which I'm fine with that. Because if we're going to get Tron as a result, then, hey, cool with me. But uh, that typically goes from the um, Main Street train station over to Frontierland and then to Fantasyland and just kind of makes that circle. And then, of course, we also have the Wildlife Express train an Animal Kingdom. That will take you to and from Rafiki's Planet Watch if you want to go there. Um, but it, it does exist, so there's that.
0: <laughs> and see, I do want the uh, Magic Kingdom Railroad to come back because I have never gotten to ride it.
1: So. Oh, no, I do want it to come back. Yeah. I definitely want well, to. Well, I mean, like,
0: I'm ready for it to come back, like, now.
1: Oh, like you don't even care about Tron being finished. I
0: am excited about Tron being finished, but I just wish it wasn't in the way of the railroad.
1: Okay, that's fair. Oh, also we should mention that there is also the Magical Express, and that is the bus service that goes directly from the airport here in Orlando over to property. It's kind of a weird process, like... Getting to property is not bad, but if you are taking the Magical Express back to the airport, they make you check in and get on a bus about four hours before your flight. Oh, wow. Yeah, they just, they want you to be prepared, I guess, but it's kind of a bummer.
0: I wonder if they do that now, though, because there's no way, like, I I could see them doing that because, like, in case security gets really long, but, like, right now.
1: I feel like they still do it now.
0: Well, that's crazy.
1: Well, I think it's just to be safe so you don't miss your flight and can't, like, blame Disney for missing their flight.
0: But one nice thing, though, is if when you're going to Disney and you land at the airport, like, the Magical Express, they pick up your luggage for you. So, like... You get off your plane, and you go to the bus, and like you don't have to worry about it.
1: Yeah, and it's just really cool because that gives you the ability to get to property and then travel around property and never have to sit behind a car or rent a car or anything like that. You don't have to worry about transportation. Now, you do have to kind of make sure you know how to get from A to B and that kind of thing, but you don't actually have to do the driving or the transportation yourself.
0: And it's free, so... That's nice, too. Free is good. So, just some final facts you need to know about transportation. Out of all the parks, Epcot is actually the most connected. Um, It has access from monorail. It has Skyliner. It has buses. It has boats. Um, Now, obviously, the monorail is not currently in service, but... um, other than that, it's definitely the most connected of all the parks. And then Animal Kingdom is actually the least connected. You can really only get there by bus or if you you, know, you drive yourself and park.
1: And then there are of course some bus-only resorts. Almost every resort has some kind of other connection other than bus. There's going to be a boat that connects to somewhere or the Skyliner makes a stop there. What's the other thing? Oh, the Monorail. monorail but there are a few that only have buses those are animal kingdom lodge and the villas um, any of the all-star resorts and coronado springs those only have bus and then general parking access
0: so that's just something to think about as you're booking your vacation and trying to figure out which resort do you want to stay at At those resorts, you're just going to be relying on the buses and when the buses are available. And if there's a long line for that, like that's your only option, really.
1: All right. But that is our conversation on transportation on property at Walt Disney World. It's kind of interesting just to know like the full web of interconnectivity between everything on property.
0: So what's your favorite form of transportation?
1: I feel like it has to be monorail.
0: But well, I get that. I think I I mean I love the monorail too, but You I like also, the Skyliner. I really like the Skyliner.
1: Skyliner is like going to be iconic, but it's so new that it's still like, uh let's see if we like it. And yeah. I think people will like it and it will become buses, you can you can find those wherever. Right. Boats, you can kind of find those wherever, but like Monorail is specific to Disney, and now Skyliner is going to be a little more specific to Disney. It's like a ski lift, but it's like a big and like in in you're like inside a thing. Yeah. So it's very different. So I think that's going to become kind of more of an icon over time.
0: I think so too.
1: All right, so I think it is time for us to move on to our sideshow. Ladies and gentlemen, step right up and see the sideshow.
0: So today for our sideshow, we have picked five different categories and we are each going to be presenting what we believe to be the worst in all of those categories. So our five categories are worst quick service, worst resort, worst land, worst table service, and worst attraction on property at Walt Disney World.
1: And so we're going to take turns presenting our case for what we believe to be the worst. And then we're going to see if we can do any convincing for the other person and see if we can come to a consensus. And of course, we want to know what you guys think, whether you agree with one of us or you just got some ideas of your own, Uh, but we're excited to see what everybody else thinks about the worst as well.
0: So for the first round, I will be presenting first and then we'll just kind of alternate back and forth as we go.
1: Sounds good. All right quick service time kaden what's the worst quick service
0: this one was very hard and i do want to give a disclaimer for all of these i mean i have not tried every single quick service restaurant in the park so let me just say that up front but i think i'm going to go with backlot express at hollywood studios i don't know it's just like your typical average theme park food like burgers and chicken fingers there's not really a whole lot special about it and i don't really feel like the theming is very good um you know it's supposed to be like a back lot but i don't know i don't like the theming i don't like really anything about backlot honestly that's my vote for worst quick service in the parks
1: well We don't have to debate this one because I also agree with you 100%. Backlot Express is the worst quick service. The food is okay. I thought the food was fine. Um, The service was meh, but that's not why it got worse. It got worse for sure because of theming. You guys, the Backlot Tour is gone. Everything about the idea of being behind the scenes in Hollywood is gone. So why in the world does this still exist? Why do they still have a restaurant that is themed like a backlot when there is no other backlot related stuff? Re-theme it, make something cool out of it, but get rid of it. Of the places that I've tried, this is the worst quick service restaurant.
0: All right, well that was an easy first round. Yes. So next we would do the worst resort.
1: This one was a very easy one for me because I went online and I looked up all of the questionable resorts. I don't even care which one it is. Literally pick any of the all-star resorts. Those are the worst. If you look at the way they are themed and the way that they're set up, it just, it looks bad. It's tacky. If you're going to do a value resort, just go to Pop Century. They just, they just renovated all of those. They look so nice. They look way newer. There's also skyliner access over there if you do pop century all-star you don't get any access you're far away from everything and all you have is a bus it's not it's not a good choice you guys do not go with all-star because that is the worst resort on property
0: i get that um but (gasps) you're not
1: picking that no oh no okay (laughs) okay
0: Because like to me, the all-stars are more like you get what you pay for, I guess. I mean, they're value resorts. They're cheaper than the other values. My pick for the worst resort on property is actually Old Key West because it's supposed to be like one of the deluxe resorts. And it's like a DVC resort, but it's just very old and outdated looking. So, to me, it's like, why am I going to pay deluxe prices for this, like, old-looking, ugly room that's not really close to anything? I mean, it has a boat to Disney Springs, I guess. But, like, other than that, like, the theming doesn't appeal to me. I just don't really get, like, why anyone would go to stay at a deluxe resort and want to do Old Key West.
1: I'm I'm very thrown off by this because I even looked up Old Key West cause I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that one. And I looked at the rooms and they they look fine. In fact, I was thinking maybe there was a chance you would say Saratoga Springs and you might could convince me for Saratoga Springs because Saratoga Springs is tacky. The tree houses look cool, but the the general rooms.
0: And see, I almost said Saratoga Springs, but the thing that has going for it is that it's like literally right next to Disney Springs.
1: No, I. uh It just looks th- those look worse than Old Key West. Old Key West looks fine to me. Like I would, I would be fine with staying at Old Key West. I, I at can't. least
0: I feel like the All Stars. I would feel more like I'm at Disney. Like that just look, Old Key I West c- just has nothing to it.
1: I could concede if you said Saratoga Springs, but Old Key West, no. I, I just, I'd completely disagree.
0: I'm sticking with Old Key West.
1: Okay, all right. So Kanan is saying Old Key West is the worst resort. And I'm saying any, pick any all-star of your choice. It's, those are the worst. All right, so let's move on to land. What is the worst land on property in the parks?
0: Okay, my pick for the worst land is Grand Avenue. It's basically the area of Hollywood Studios that literally just has the Muppet stuff. It's just Muppet Vision and two restaurants, and, like, that's it.
1: This is so mean.
0: Like, for a park that has so much cool stuff, like Sunset Boulevard with Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror. And then you have the awesome Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land. And then you just have this, like, other random area that's, like...
1: So you basically just hate the Muppets.
0: Yeah. What would be your pick, then, for Worst Land?
1: The Worst Land on property I think, is Liberty Square. Here, Now, here's the thing. I know Haunted Mansion is there. Right. All you have to do is either just attach Haunted Mansion to any other land that is just right next to Liberty Square, and you're fine. Or, obviously, if Liberty Square was gone, it would be rethemed into something better. Everything in Liberty Square that people care about Just move it over to Epcot, move it over to the American Pavilion and let's call it a day and let's put something better than sorry for the history buffs, but American history. Let's replace that with something that I actually care about.
0: And see, I totally agree with you. I almost said Liberty Square. Oh, really? I only didn't because Haunted Mansion is in Liberty Square.
1: Yeah, no, my idea is like, obviously, wait, why do you care about Haunted Mansion?
0: I mean, I think that makes the land itself, like, worth it.
1: Haunted Mansion is growing on you. Now. I
0: mean, I respect Haunted Mansion for the ride that it is.
1: So, we, I think we agree that Liberty Square is the so worst.
0: So, Liberty Square is the worst. Just yes. take out Haunted Mansion. Yeah, Sam's and Haunted Mansion. But I don't know. There's I've,
1: nothing else in there. There's the... The there's, Christmas
0: shop is there, though. It still has more than Grand Avenue to me.
1: I forgot Sleepy Hollow was there.
0: <laughs> wow, yeah, that too. <sighs>
1: Well, I don't care. I don't care about that, wa- that waffle sandwich. I just care about like, I if I can get a funnel cake somewhere else, if I can get uh, like a Mickey waffle somewhere else, then we're good. We don't need that. We don't need Sleepy Hollow. I guess. Okay. That feels kind of hurtful to, for me to say, but <laughs> I think yeah, I'm sticking with it.
0: Okay. I mean, I get it.
1: All right. So we're going to say that Liberty Square is just the worst. I mean. Uh, see, and the funny thing is, I don't even want an attraction over there. What am I going to do? Go watch Hall of Presidents? Uh, what, if they added something, what's it going to be, colonial something? I don't want that.
0: Right. I do think everything in that area could just be at, at the American Pavilion at Epcot.
1: Yeah. All right. So the plan is it's the worst because we could just move everything to American Pavilion, and then we can retheme that to something much better that also has Haunted Mansion in it. Maybe it's like a, like a haunted area.
0: Ooh oh, I spooky love that. square.
1: Uh get out. <laughs> <laughs> table service. So this is based off of all of the table service places that I've gone to. Uh-huh. Because I don't want to say this one's the worst and I've never eaten there. Right. So based off of all the places that I've gone to, technically the worst meal that I've had from any table service. Uh-huh. would be Hollywood and Vine. Oh. Yeah, Hollywood and Vine was not a great experience. At the time, it was a buffet. That was not a good buffet. It was a lot of, like, fancier food, but, like, really low-quality versions of fancier food. I didn't really, I didn't really like it. Now, here's the thing. The reason that I'm so hesitant to say this is because literally in a couple of days from now, we're going to go do the Hollywood and Vine mini's Halloween dine thing. I'm still very optimistic about it because it's no longer buffet. They're doing the menu differently and just being able to have an additional element of Halloween will probably add to the experience. So really it's kind of like for now, this is my worst table service experience. But that could literally change in just a matter of days. Okay. So I just needed to preface that before, as I explained why I picked it as the worst.
0: Okay. Well, I can't really say anything to that because I haven't had Hollywood and Vine yet. Right. I actually picked the Plaza as the worst table service. Oh. Yeah. Oh. To, To me, I mean, it's in a cool spot. Like, you can see the castle... But it's so small, and the food was just kind of like normal. I don't know. There was like nothing really special about it. Okay. So I don't know. They're just. I just feel like most of the other table service restaurants in the park at least have some kind of thing going for it.
1: I mean, it is very. It it's very vanilla. Yeah. It's a very vanilla food location. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to concede, and I'm going to say that I agree with you, but that is pending on our next Hollywood & Vine experience. Right. If it's bad, you guys, we're going to have a new least favorite. But I am willing to accept that. But I will also say that I still really liked the food there at the plaza.
0: See, I I I liked their fries, but I didn't really care for the sandwich that I got.
1: I don't remember what I got, but I did like it.
0: Um... And did you go to Hollywood and Vine during, like, a special-themed... I think
1: it was actually Christmas.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's not a buffet anymore, so...
1: That's, yeah, that's the best thing. Yeah. Is it's not buffet. For now, we're going to say The Plaza, and we might update and change that answer depending on how things go at Hollywood and Vine. All right, so our final worst. Attraction. You don't even have to explain it. I already know what you're going to say. But for our listeners, what is your least favorite, worst attraction?
0: So in my opinion, I think the worst attraction is Journey into Imagination with Figment at Epcot. I just, I don't get it. Like, I don't get the Figment hype. It's not really a fun ride, I don't enjoy doing it. There's just nothing I really enjoy about it. I think Figment is super annoying. All right. So what is your worst attraction Mm -hmm. then?
1: So, I believe and I know in my heart that the worst attraction on property is the American Adventure. Because I've done it once, I did not enjoy it, I never want to do it again, ever, 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 please never make me go. Like, I would I would rather, you know how, like, people that don't want to do, like, super thrilling rides will, like hold everybody's stuff and they'll just like sit out while everyone goes and does the thing, even if it means that they're just gonna sit and wait there for like an hour. Right. That's like never my motive. Like I could never do that. I would rather sit and carry and hold people's bags than go in and sit through the American Adventure.
0: Yeah, American Adventure is pretty bad. But honestly the more I think about it, <laughs> the more I think I would rather sit through American Adventure. Than ride Figment. Oh,
1: no. Yeah. I would rather ride Figment for twice the length of time that the American Adventure goes on for, which is probably like 30 minutes. So I would rather ride Figment for like an hour than have to go through American Adventure one time. It's that. I. I it is that detestable for me
0: okay well figment is the worst in my opinion
1: all right so you're not conceding no i'm not conceding because i i could do i could do figment i could literally ride figment multiple times in one day and i'd be fine
0: okay
1: and you won't even let us go on it once
0: i do let us go on it once oh yeah make me how okay how
1: many times (laughs) did we go on it last time we were there once no we didn't we did not go We didn't? No, you wouldn't go in. So we had to walk by. And I was like, can we go? And you were like, I don't want to, but if you're going to make us. And then I didn't. Yeah. No, we didn't even go. We didn't ride it last time. You
0: always make me do rides, though, that I don't want to do.
1: You got it all messed up. All right. So those are our worsts. So for quick service, we both agreed Backlot Express for Resort. Uh, I'm still saying all star. You pick whatever all star you want. Caden is still saying old key West for land. We are both going with Liberty square for table service. We're going with the plaza mm-hmm. and then for attraction, Caden is sticking with figment and I am sticking with the American adventure. So those are our worst. And, uh, I'm curious to see what everybody thinks about what their worsts are.
0: I do too. I think my, I know my figment opinion is probably controversial, but I do want to hear what everyone else thinks are the worsts.
1: All right, so that is our sideshow for today. And now we are going to transition into the after party.
0: First of all we have to talk about our recent trip to chicken guy over at disney springs
1: chicken guy
0: so the thing about chicken guy is they have 22 different sauces for you to dip your chicken in and so this was my first time going to chicken guy Um, i think connor had been before but since it was my first time i said okay we have to try all of the sauces.
1: And that's exactly what we did. We bought every sauce and we basically just took a bite at a time and tried every single one of the sauces. All right, so real quick, I'm gonna give you a list of all the sauces. Here we go. You have special sauce, donkey sauce, ranchero, curry mayo, wasabi honey, cumin lime moho, garlic parmesan, avocado crema, bourbon brown sugar barbecue, buffalo, blue cheese, buttermilk ranch, lemon pepper, honey mustard, teriyaki, sweet and sour, chipotle ranch, Nashville hot honey, peri peri, habanero hot sauce, spicy mayo, sweet sriracha barbecue. That's all of them. Okay. 22 sauces. We tried every single one of them, no matter how scary they were. What were, Kayden, do you remember what your favorites were?
0: Yes, so my top three were the Special Sauce, the Donkey Sauce, and the Chipotle Ranch. I at first said the Special Sauce was my top favorite, but after eating it more, I actually think Donkey Sauce is probably my number one.
1: Donkey Sauce.
0: Donkey Sauce. I will say the one I was most disappointed in was their honey mustard. It was they they have like they put lemon in it and it just really throws off the whole flavor. So, just be prepared cuz I love honey mustard, but I did not like their honey mustard.
1: I'm pretty sure you also were not a fan of their buffalo sauce. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, but I knew I wouldn't like the buffalo sauce.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I thought I would like the honey mustard and I did not. I obviously I knew I didn't like the buffalo and I knew I wouldn't like the blue cheese and I did not like either.
1: Yeah, I also did not like the blue cheese. In fact, that was the only one I did not like.
0: You liked every single other sauce? Yeah,
1: I didn't hate any of them except for the blue cheese. That one was not good.
0: I will say their teriyaki sauce and their avocado crema sauce, both of those were very good just not sauces I want with my like fried chicken and fries. Like that teriyaki sauce would be a great teriyaki sauce for like my No Asian,
1: I really liked it.
0: Asian food. No
1: I thought it was good it went with it.
0: Okay, it well, was good with the chicken. I didn't. And then the avocado crema would be great with like chips or something but just not with my chicken fingers. So what were your top favorites?
1: So my top three were peri peri Nashville hot honey and lemon pepper. But you guys, here is the ultimate key. If you like spicy and you want a good rounded flavor, you're gonna get peri-peri and you're gonna get Nashville honey hot. You're gonna pour Nashville honey hot into peri-peri, mix it together, you guys. That is the number one sauce right there. I found it, I did it, you're welcome. It's amazing.
0: Did you mean Nashville hot honey?
1: Did I say natural Honey Hot? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I meant natural Honey Hot. <laughs> but overall, I liked a lot of the sauces. Those were definitely my favorites. A lot of them were, just in general, a lot of them were okay. Yeah. All of them were edible. Well, all of them, sans blue cheese were edible, but those were the ones that really stuck out. What did you think of the actual chicken and fries?
0: The fries were really good. I really liked their fries. They were like seasoned and all that. Their, their chicken though is just like, I don't know. For a place that's supposed to specialize in chicken, I was not super impressed with their chicken. It seems like they're, they make their chicken fingers, like that's the reason they have all these sauces is to make their chicken fingers taste good. Well,
1: and this is my, theory that I believe is very much what is happening here. The chicken is the blank canvas and the sauces are the paint in which to create the art. So all the sauces are what actually make the chicken what it is. You can't just eat it plain. You have to dip it into the different sauces available. And that's really what makes it good. So, I really, I, I like it. Um, you do have to do sauce, though. You can't just eat them as is. Right. you got to find the right sauce combination, and you found it. It's peri-peri and Nashville Hot Honey.
0: Only if you like spicy, which some of us do not. So Then
1: get lemon pepper. That was the other good one, and it wasn't hot.
0: Overall, a great experience. I really enjoyed getting to try all the different sauces, and they were totally cool with us, like, ordering all of them. They just brought them all out on a Yeah, one big on tray.
1: All right, so before we go, Kaden, are there any recommendations that you have or things that you've really been enjoying this week?
0: What I've really enjoyed this week is that Disney is starting to release some of their Christmas merchandise. Um, So they posted a couple of things to Shop Disney, specifically um, a set of Christmas masks that I thought were really cute. um, And I'm definitely going to have to order them. Uh huh. And then also um, several new spirit jerseys that are themed for Christmas. Um, there's one in particular that's like red and white, um, and it says Mary and Bry on it, and it's very cute. And I think I'm gonna go have to order it.
1: And you say that as we literally receive. Shop Disney packages in the mail today.
0: Yeah, I did order a bunch of stuff from Shop Disney already, but that was before they posted all the Christmas stuff. It, so. it just
1: never ends. It,
0: it never ends.
1: And for me, I've got more food for you. Here's what you've got to do. While it is still the fall, you've got to go to Aaron McKenna's Bakery, NYC. At Disney Springs, and you've got to get their pumpkin crumb cake. We got several of their fall offerings, basically their pumpkin-flavored stuff. And you guys, the, the crumb cake blows everything else out of the water. It is so good. It is great. Aaron McKenna's is actually a vegan-friendly place. So everything that they have is gluten-free. It's vegan. There's a lot of things that are not in those treats. For this... Well, for a lot of their things, and especially this, you would have no idea. Like, it is so good. While it's there, go try it. Erin McKenna's Pumpkin Crumb Cake. That's what you got to get. That's the dessert while you're at Springs.
0: The crumb cake was definitely the best thing that we had. Um, There is one more cupcake I want to try. It was like a pumpkin cookie dough cupcake. So we do have to go back to try that. So we didn't try necessarily every pumpkin thing yet, but I mean, the crumb cake was amazing. You need to go get it.
1: I will pick it up when I go get more pumpkin crumb cake.
0: Okay. So now we've come to the end of our show.
1: You guys, thank you so much for listening. We are just so thankful for you and your support and your comments and all of your interactions with us.
0: And if you happen to have a free second, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review.
1: That would be wonderful. And you can subscribe to Hey Mickey the Podcast anywhere that you typically download podcasts.
0: And to keep up with the latest news and all of our Disney adventures, go follow us over on Instagram at Hey Mickey Co.
1: And thanks to our music producer, Andrew Hunt. You can find him at Andrew HVNT on social media.
0: We will talk to you again next week.
1: See ya.